Against All Odds is presented for the people by Caesar Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it, and you must be 21 or older. On a Thursday night, Mikey Meatballs, fiddling with the knobs, baby face Joel Solomon, producing this mess. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Pauly Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? How you doing, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, I want I want all of you to go to extrapoints.com, not just to see your picks, because you know what those are already, but extrapoints.com slash arcade get you to our prop quiz contest. We have all the NBA playoff games coming up for the weekend. High scores. What else? I think there's a UFC on there. It goes and goes and goes until Brother Brian gets a gold cap. So hopefully, hopefully that's soon, Brian. Come on, cash in already. <laughs> that, that's it. We stopped them after that. Yeah, that's, that's it. Why, what's the point after <laughs> it's that? It's going to go forever. <laughs> yeah. All right. So this is, uh, again, I, there should have been an NBA game tonight. They, they, yeah. they, here's how they could have done it, Bri. The Eastern Conference games go Tuesday. The Western yes. Conference games go Wednesday. Who cares if it's two seven eights Tuesday? I don't, you know, why? Why does that matter? Right? For, and then right. The, Just put the yeah. times at like seven and nine or whatever, right? They can do it. They can well, do no, it. Who, so you go you Tuesday and then Thursday and then... I don't know. Whatever. And then Wednesday and Friday, oh, I think I'm, is how I, Yeah, is I'm just saying if yeah. you have the two Eastern Eastern games on, like, on you yeah. know, the times of the games, though, you, oh, you can't, yeah, yeah. You can't have it. the second game is 10, but you could start it at 9. That's right, fine. yeah. That's it doesn't fine. matter at that point. Mm-hmm. Eventually, um, eventually I, they'll do that. It's uh, the fact that you don't have a big game. You could have a big game on a Thursday night and you don't intentionally. Right. It's, it's weird. Well, the winner of tonight could play on Saturday night in the playoffs and the winner on Friday plays Sunday night. Yes, in the playoffs. that's exactly how they'd had that's, it do it. That's easy. As it is now, we have two um, lackluster games anyway, whether it played on a Thursday or both on Friday. Let's start with the Miami, Chicago, the Heat are home. Um, five and a half point favorite. 208 and a half is the over under. Chicago comes to town. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't trust. Well, first of all, like we mentioned, four road teams covered, right? Three road teams won. Four road teams really should have won. But that stupid Lakers comeback, but whatever. We've uh, covered that already. Um, Harry, start us off with a player prop for Miami, Chicago. I mean, none of us are mm-hmm. picking the game, actually. Wow. Uh, yeah, you know what? I was I looked at Jimmy Butler since he had such a bad game in, uh, in the first game against Atlanta. I was looking at him, but... I I, a, I couldn't pass this up. I'm going to go with Chicago's Busevic over 10 and a half rebounds at minus 117. He's a force in the paint, had 13 boards versus Toronto, had double digit boards six of the last eight games. Bulls were three and oh versus Miami. And a big reason was Busevic getting double digit boards in all three of them. I'm going to go over 10 and a half at laying 117. All right. That's easy. That seems easy enough. Parley kid, you love Patrick Beverly. This hit for you the other night, right? Last yeah. night? I don't know. Maybe last. I don't even, I can't even keep track anymore. Yeah, I, I nailed my picks last night. Um, yeah, well, and I got lucky because I had given up on this one. It was late in the fourth, and, and Harry had this on a uh, parlay, which I think he ended up losing anyway, but <laughs> um, it was Beverly, you know, over one and a half steals. And blocks, and he's gone over an eight out of his last ten uh, on this number. Uh, last night, with like six minutes left in the game, he was sitting at zero. 
with uh, blocks and steals. And I, I just chalked it up. I got, I, I, I guess I blew this one. And, but uh, the, he is, he's so tenacious on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Uh, he made life very difficult uh, late in the game uh, for the Raptors. So I'm going to just stick with this one. It's two for two for me over the, the last uh, week that I've gone with it. The number is still the same. It's minus one and a half. Uh, pl- um, over one and, one and a half. Yeah. One over one and a half blocks and steals at minus one twenty one. It's the same number. It doesn't change, and he keeps hitting it. So I'm going to roll with Beverly. Uh, his All minutes right. actually would de- declined a little bit yesterday, but I think again tomorrow against a, a Heat team, I, he'll be locking down mm-hmm. some of their best players, and uh, hopefully I don't have to sweat this one out again though. But it's been a it's been a winner, and I like uh, Brother Bryce coming up too. Oh, well, oh, wait, wait, wait to tease, wait to spoil it. I mean, <laughs> why don't you tell us about Logan Roy, too, while you're at it? Uh, uh, um, Babyface, you, uh, you you have a nickname for uh, Patrick Beverly? I, I do. I feel like we need to start calling him, you know, how P- Paul George was playoff P. We need play in Pat Ooh. because Pat Beverly has, like, thrived in these playing games. No one takes it more, these, these getting these eight seeds uh, more – Personal than Pat Beverly. We saw with the Timberwolves last year and jumping off on the table. Now yeah. I'm with Parlay Kid. This is this is his time to shine. Play in Pat. Right. I wonder if it's um the clause in his contract. Like you win a playoff game, you get four hundred thousand dollars for every time you appear on TMZ in a negative fashion. You get an extra fifty thousand, like something like that. I wonder if that's. I'd love to see his clauses, um, his bonus clauses there in the contract. All right, uh, brother Brian, and that's blocks and steals combined. Just uh. To clarify, one and a half. So, Brother Bry Caruso. Yeah. Over half a block. Wow, we're going to be looking for a lot of blocks. Um, yeah, we got a lot, of, a lot of bulls, yeah. a lot of blocks. But And this, mm-hmm. this this should be a defensive game, right, between the Heat. And then when you have you have Beverly and Caruso on the floor at the same time, that yeah. that's kind of a pain. That's a pain for teams. And I, I will say, mm-hmm. I almost forgot how much of a pain that Caruso is when he's on the floor. And it was smart, but yeah. well, nor- lately he's only been playing like 15 to 20 minutes. Smart of them to play this guy 30 minutes in that game. He was excellent defensively, especially in the second half. He was actually at times the most important player. I felt like on the floor for the bulls in terms of just what he meant to them defensively. He was just a menace. He had three blocks, three steals against the Raptors, but he's had at least one block in six straight games and a total of 11 blocks in those six games you know he's gonna he's gonna need to do something against the Heat defensively. I like this. I mean, you're f- essentially getting a pick'em here for something mm-hmm. he's done in six straight and almost oh he's almost averaging two essentially in six straight games. All right. You know we talked about Demar Derozan yesterday and how he kind of screws us over the playoffs, but also seems to play hard lately. And so I'm gonna stick with that. I think he shows up for this game. I'm going over 26 and a half points slash assists. That's minus 123. This is hit 10 of the last 14 games. If you can combine his points and assists, he does tend to get up. Like I said, for these games, he's got 27 just points or more, uh, just points about a half dozen times over the last month, and scored 37 against Miami earlier in mm. the season. I like this a lot until, like I said, he starts to kill us. Pulls a Rory McIlroy. Uh, but for now, I'm going over 26 and a half points and assists. Now, the nightcap game, Minnesota, five and a half, also five and a half, 228 and a half. A lot more uh, points expected in that game against OKC. Uh, yes, they blew it. The T-Wolves against the Lakers the other night. OKC pulls one out against the Pelicans. That was a good game. I'm going to go 
put one together. I, I think one of these home teams, if not both, on Friday have to win. It just has to. You can't just go road, 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 road the whole way. Mm-hmm. I think the T-Wolves have enough to win. Um, and I'm going Shea, Gilgis, Alexander over two and a half turnovers. So that combination, T-Wolves win, SGA over two and a half turnovers, plus 119. He's had three or more turnovers in eight of the last 11 games. The last two games versus Minnesota, he's had five and four turnovers. It's a high-pressure game. He handles the ball a lot. You got Anthony Edwards staring at you, top 10 in steals in the league. T-Wolves win, SGA three-plus turnovers. That gets you plus 119. Harry? I'm going to take OKC's Dort over 14 and a half points at minus 121. Dort played a tremendous game on Wednesday for OKC. He had four threes, 27 points. In his last 15 games, Dort has double-digit shot attempts in 13 of them. So the Thunder really count on his offensive production. And in two of the three meetings versus the Wolves this season, he had 18 and he had 20. So just needs 15. I like that. All right, uh, Parlay Kid, we're all going player props here. Afraid yeah, to take fun game. game here. Um, yeah. look, a lot of good young players in this game. I, I hit with Giddy over uh, five and a half assists, obliterated that yesterday. And uh, Brother Bry almost called uh, his triple-double. Uh, what a player at the age of 20. Does anybody talk about this kid? My God, he's good. I don't talk about him because I put a lot of money on him to win Rookie of the Year, and I lost, so I stopped talking about him. It's one of those <laughs> yeah, things that I, I just want to forget. What, boy, yeah. oh boy, I, I, don't, I hear you. I, I had him to get most improved player this year. I mean, yeah. I think oh, that's he still has time yeah, to improved. get that because yeah. – yeah. Um, but uh, not this year, but he could, he's going to keep improving. What a player. But I'm, I'm going with the, I think this number is too high for Anthony Edwards that, uh, oh, I'm ta- but I'm taking it anyway, over 27 and a half points. Uh, he does only average 24. And I know Harry got killed with this the other day, but oh. he was brutal. He was three for 17 the other mm-hmm. day in that game. And if he is this, the player, that I think he is and is a player that he thinks he is and kind of emerging into becoming like a superstar type of player. Those Mm. guys never have two bad games in a row. I just don't see it happening. If he is the guy, I think he is. I think he has a really big game. Um, OKC is, uh, you know, they give up their, they give up their points. I think this can be a, a, a game where a lot of points are scored and, Edwards has got to lead the way for this these Timberwolves. He's got to have a big time performance. If not, I have to say, people have to, you know, he's going to come under some scrutiny. That's for sure. Right, I think Dave. he I think he rebounds from mm. a terrible performance with a big time one. He goes over 27 and a half and you're getting that at minus 106 right now. All right, Bry, you're going the other way. Underdog, road, thunder. Thunder. Yeah, this team's fun to watch. They, you know, they play, you know, I took the under, unfortunately, yesterday, but this team plays at a good pace, right? They they do play right. at a fun pace. They were one of the better teams against the spread all season long. They crushed it last night. Um, I actually, t- I, I did bet that, but they are 20, 11 and three against the spread as a road underdog. And, you know, that Timberwolves team, they were sloppy late in that Lakers game that, you know, okay, so you could, you know, it's going to force some turnovers, I think especially maybe late in this game. But I, I don't know with the whole Gobert thing. I don't know. I, I really just don't trust the, the Wolves laying five and a half. That's a, that's a high number for yeah. a team in the past. It's kind of, I feel like they've choked a little bit. So I'll, I'll happily take the five and a half points. All right. So let's not uh, neglect the actual series. that are going. So they have six. And after these two games are done, we'll know who the one seeds play, right? That's how it goes. And so quickly going over the six that we'll see this weekend that we know of the Lakers 
are an underdog to the Grizzlies. They're plus 135, Grizzlies minus 155. Um, that's in the 2-7. Celtics, Hawks in the East. Celtics minus 1,100, Hawks plus 700. Cavs, Knicks, that's a fun one. Cavs minus 205. We all thought that was a little high, but also obviously based on the uncertainty around uh, Julius Randle, Knicks plus 170. Suns, Clippers, people surprised this is high too. Suns minus 470, Clippers plus 350 on the comeback. Uh, Sacramento, home court advantage, but an underdog, plus 210 to Golden State, minus 260. And the Sixers are a big favorite over the Nets, minus 900. Nets plus 600. But we've broken it down even further, I believe. Yeah, we're taking on Caesars, they have like, adjusted series odds and adjusted games and you could get a game and a half or give a game and a half uh start us off harry i know you like sacramento um to win the series but you're taking them a game and a half which means they only have to win three <laughs> right yeah okay yeah it's I'm taking point, them plus so. one and a half and <laughs> yeah. you still get plus money at plus 115 i think this line I, I, golden state may win the series but the line is ridiculous the line is ridiculous. The line is because is what it is because of the experience of what Golden State has in the playoffs and what Sacramento does. Why is that ridiculous? Still, the, the, the champs and they're getting their players back. They're getting their players back, but they still are minus three hundred. They didn't win the Pacific. Golden Golden State didn't win the Pacific. Phoenix didn't win either. LA team. It was Sacramento that won the the the, the Pacific Division. The Sacramento fans are going to be crazy. It's going to be wild. I've heard the price price of the tickets is through the roof. Sacramento, when they go on the road this season, they were plus nine wins on the road. On the road, they were plus nine. Golden State, the worst record of out of all the teams that qualified for the playoffs on the road this year, they were an abysmal 11 and 30. 11 and 30 on the road. Sabonis and Fox were all stars this year. I'm taking Sacramento. They, very tough. They got to really got to win that first game, kind of, because it could set them off. But I'm thinking they really will, and I'm going to take the plus one and a half against Golden State, the plus money. Yeah, it was only um, a few weeks ago where Golden State has mm-hmm. had as many road wins as Detroit, right? And we know Detroit's yeah. going to be in the first couple. And picks, a, lot of those but, win, a lot of those losses were bad but, losses. But by this is a lot of points. this is I know this is Steve Kerr. This is Steph Curry. This is Wiggins coming back, right? Pools healthy. All these guys. So I don't know. Someone's going to look stupid, right? Either everybody making noise about Sacramento or everybody making noise and, and not realizing that Golden State is terrible on the road. But you're taking plus one and a half, plus 115. All right, Parley mm-hmm. kid, you like the Grizzlies. I mean, I'm, I'm anti-Lakers this year, so I'm going to be with you later on. But you Good. like them minus uh, a game and a half. So that means they have to win uh, four, two, four, one or sweep. Exactly. I'm still a little miffed about Harry's pick because I thought he's been saying that he does like Sacramento to win that series. Oh, so yeah. yeah. Um I'm trying to figure that out. So don't even bother. Uh, I think it I think it's more I think it's better value, D taking the one and a half and plus one fifteen than plus two ten. Uh, all right. I mean, I'm surprised I you just didn't take like Sacramento and seven at like plus five hundred then or something like that. I right. I thought that's what you would do. Um uh, yes, Al, I like the Grizzlies here in this series. Uh, you know, the Lakers are fortunate to be where they are, right? They really could still be playing. They should, to me, still be playing uh, mm-hmm. just to fight to get into this thing right now. Uh, just um, their opponent just fell apart the other day. The T-Wolves just uh, it fell apart in that game late, allowing the Lakers uh, to advance here. Uh, I think the Grizzlies uh, at home, they're 35-6 and six this year. 
Mm-hmm. So I, I think they could just sweep their way through at least the home games and probably steal the game uh, in L.A. There's a good chance that Davis, uh, you tell me he's going to make it through this series without, be, you know, unscathed, without a, twisting an ankle or something like that. I just I think the Grizzlies, when they come to play, might just be the best team in the West. They might be. I don't have them going to the finals when we talk about that, but they just might be when they come to play. And I just think, uh, I, I, you know, I think this could be more like four to one here in this series, mm-hmm. but I'll give LeBron the benefit of the doubt that he gets a couple wins. But Grizzlies minus one and a half at plus 160, pretty good value. All right. I don't agree with that. I don't agree. I don't disagree with any of that. I really don't. I, the one thing I do that concerns me a little bit that Steven Adams, uh, I, I can't stand when I'm betting against him because he don't, yeah. does yeah. seem to make big yeah. plays there and that he's out for the playoffs. But um, but I think they're substantially better and and more consistent, the Grizzlies. And we'll talk more on them in a second. All right, Brian, you're going to you like not one, not two, but three of these. You're going to parlay well, them together. I kind of like I like parlay kids a little bit. Um I like your cell, so um, I had to do something different. I'm parlaying, but Sal, I don't know if you noticed, and I'm I don't I hate to tell you this if you didn't notice, but did you see some of the, like the Celtics plus one and a half? All yeah, of, those of course. At like minus two thousand. Mm. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw. <laughs> so what do you think I, you're dealing with there? <laughs> I know, but I know how many of those you're parlaying. Four of those. I, I already know. I'm like, geez, this could be like a hundred thousand dollar bet parlaying at these Grizzlies at like minus two and a half. Yeah, Grizzlies plus two and a half is minus eight hundred. Suns right. uh, to win plus. three games is minus twelve hundred. Yeah, I got, yeah. I got it all. Celtics, I got it all uh, written down. Uh, you already, yeah. you already got it. And then you're, yeah. you're looking for one other sport to put some other minus a thousand. Yeah, well, I think I got it with basketball, and I have it. I think I have it with the Knicks, but we'll talk about it. The Knicks getting a couple games. But yeah, go, go ahead. Go so ahead. yeah, we'll, so uh, I have the through. yeah, so I have a parlay with the 76ers minus one and a half. So obviously they have to win. Mm-hmm. Four two, four one, and four nothing. Celtics minus one and a half, and then the Kings like Harry plus two and a half. So the Celtics yeah. swept the season series this year against the Hawks. The 76ers swept the season series against the Nets. I think even if everything went right, maybe one of those teams, even if everything went right, could win two games in those series. I don't see I don't see any of those games going any of those series going seven. Do you guys? I feel like they're more likely a four one matchup. Yeah, probably. Yeah. And I'll take the Kings mm-hmm. to win at least two games. You know, we I know you're saying the war. You know the Warriors have been so bad on the road this season. I'm not sure if they can just turn it around yeah. and just beat up the Kings. You know Wiggins coming back just now is great for them, but it's going to take. It's probably going to take a series for him to get back into the swing of things. Um, yeah, and just they they're just not as good defensively as they were last year. So. You know, at one point I was thinking, you know, maybe jump on the Warriors for the playoffs, but I, I don't know. I, I see them bowing out at some. You know, with you know, uh, maybe the the next round against potentially the Grizzlies, but I, I like the Kings here regardless. Plus two and a half. All right, you know, I'm t- yeah, I don't know, I can go either way. I, I think if there's any team that doesn't need to, uh, it's going to be chemistry problems immediately. That is how it seems with the Warriors, but I feel like Steph Curry could fix yeah. that. In, yeah, in a second, you know, yeah. but anyway, uh, what I have um, is going to fly in the face of that analysis anyway, later on in the um, in the playoffs. But I got the Cavs Knicks to go seven games at two to one odds on Caesars. You can pick exactly how many games uh, a series will go. I think they match up well against each other, even though the Knicks did take three out of four. Um, you'd probably give them the overall advantage if you knew Randall was a go with the ankle 
issues. But um, listen, Cleveland finished the season with the number one defensive rating in the league. Knicks finished with a top five offense from three. They're almost identical. Cavs, 38.7% from three. The Knicks, 39.2%. You know, I see it like 3-2. Knicks win at the Garden. Give us an exciting game seven in a couple weeks. Cavs will win and Pauly Kidd will say, I told you we should have signed Donovan Mitchell. I could just say it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I just think two to one odds is pretty good for a series. I think we'll uh, really can't. Now, I'm, let's say it can't be a sweep or go five, but I think it's going to at least go six. And then uh, you're looking at, yeah. you know, I don't have to pick the winner of the game seven, just has to go seven games. That's two to one. That easily, Sal, that easily could be the most entertaining first round series. I think easily. so too. I think so too. Um, let's give our NBA finals pick. It's going to be interesting. I'm um, looking at what we have here. Pauly Kid, Brother Bry, you both have the Celtics to win this year. Don't mm. do this. Mm. Bry, start us off. Celtics <laughs> over the Grizzlies. Celtics <laughs> over the Grizz. You know, I. it's funny. They are the one team, the Celtics, that I root so hard against. I, I really mm-hmm. do. And when it comes to the playoffs, like, I get mad. I was so happy that the Warriors beat them uh, last year. But, you know, I took the Bucks to start the season and I would root for them against the Celtics, but I think the Celtics are just a little bit more well-rounded than the Bucs. You know, they had the best point differential in the league and pretty significant over the Bucs, you know. And, you know, I I just lean, I think it's probably, you know, it's a seven-game series, I think, but I think the Celtics would pull that out. I think, again, they just a little bit, little bit better offensively, a little bit better defensively. And I'll take the Grizz. I mean, it's wide open west. You have, you know, you have home court advantage against the Lakers, which is big. And then, you know, I think whoever comes out in that second round, I like them in that. I like them in that matchup, too, especially mm. with, with the home court there, whether it's right. It's the Kings, Kings Warriors. There would be yep uh, the matchup. Yeah, so, two, uh, yeah. Three, yeah. so, you know, and then you can you can kind of stay you can stay away from the Nuggets and Suns until the conference finals. So right at that point, I think anything could happen. So, yeah, Celtics over the Grizz at 33 to one. Yeah, the West is going to be so interesting because yeah, we're definitely really overlooking. It's going to be like, oh, yeah, of course, Jokic right. was the MVP and they were number one all year in the West. Of course they won. Or, oh, yeah, of course, Curry's back. Or, look, Sacramento was so excited. Right. You know, it's a, it's going to slap us right in the face. And, Paul, yeah. kid, you're saying Celtics and over uh, Denver. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm taking here, Sal. I think... Um I don't know. Our little pal, uh, little A, little A, I think is on this. Am I oh. right, Brian? Isn't this well, what he was on? And I, well, he likes those two teams. Like that. He likes little those. Little A was six, was six for six, right? And he was uh, excellent on uh, his picks this season. Uh, uh, you know, and he does follow the NBA like like nobody we know. I mean, yeah. who else yeah. texts like nonsense stuff like about like uh, just little details of every team every night, finding right. out things about. Uh, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, just pick some uh, obscure fact of some NBA team. He's got it, so he's been on the money. I'm kind of leaning with him on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Celtics. Look, number two seed in the East. Uh, I just feel like it's maybe their year this year. They got a dynamic duo with Tatum and Brown, uh, and I think enough else as well uh, to help those guys along. And Denver, like you're saying, look, they are the one seed. Uh, the West is, uh, let's face it, this year, remember all those years where the West was so good, mm-hmm. so good. It's, it's not, I'm not saying it's terrible, but uh, there's no clear-cut favorite here right. uh, in this Western division. And I do think, you know, Jokic, Murray, I, maybe it's their year, too, 
to kind of make some noise in the playoffs. Uh, they get good. They get pretty good balanced scoring from the rest of their team. So let's just take the Celtics over Denver at twenty-two to one. Okay. Uh, two seed versus one seed. Celtics, though, just will have a little too much this year. I think I hate rooting for them, but uh, they might make it happen. All right, Harry. Well, they obviously went there last year. So uh, Harry, Suns over Sixers. Yeah, thirty to one. Um, let's get some yeah. new blood in, in the East. Yep. Let's get some new blood in there with the Sixers defensively. Philadelphia gave up fewer points this season than Boston and Milwaukee did. Uh, I know Philly's got to weather the storm a little bit with a couple injuries in the first round against the Nets. Let's ride with a probable MVP and Joel Embiid making it to the finals, but the Suns take them down. Durant and Booker also get very, uh, they're very fortunate that Paul George is not going to be playing in that first round series um, for the Clippers. I think they get a, they win this in probably five, maybe even they sweep. And uh, again, Durant and Booker together in the playoffs. It's going to be fantastic to watch. Let's go Suns. All right. So when you think about playoffs and you think about, first of all, I, I like teams that have been there before. I'm going with the Bucks in the East. They had seven players on the championship squad from that 2020, 2021 year. Um, things slowed down in the playoffs. You're going to want a good defensive team. They averaged 38 defensive rebounds a game, 49 total rebounds a game. That's tops mm. in the league. And I also look to, you know, in my mind, I'm like, who's the toughest out? Who is going to be toughest to beat four times? And I think the Bucks are slightly tougher than the Celtics in that regard. The team that won 16 in a row, and a lot of those were against good squads, right? So uh, I think they become the hardest out. They're the most underappreciated in the league. And finally, healthy. Healthy Middleton, Lopez is solid. Uh, mm. Drew Holiday and Giannis, obviously. I just don't think anyone's beaten them four games. On the other side, Parley Kidd, I'm going with the Grizzlies. After they polish off the Lakers, yep. they're going to run through this West. Like you said, 35 and six at home, 51 and 31 yeah. overall. If the Nuggets, as the one seed, get picked off early, Memphis advances with home court True. the rest of the way. Um, you got Taylor Jenkins as coach of the month last month. Again, I, I don't love that they lost Steven Adams for this, but second best record in the NBA, second best versus teams over 500. And people look at them as like a new team. Well, they're a couple of years away. It was like, well, last year they won a playoff series and lost sure. to the champs. They lost to the Warriors in the conference semi. So they're as yeah. good as everybody else that that played, uh, yep. except for the Warriors. And so I'm taking them. I'm taking them. And Bucks over Grizzlies is 27 to 1 odds. But I'll tell okay. you what, it's fun to uh, why not take all four of those right in that mid-range, 25, 27, 30. Mm. Uh, we gave you all winners there, guys. You just have to figure out. Uh, which is which. Uh, go to Caesars and do it. Let's give them some love right now. We'll be right back. Why should you bet with Caesars Sportsbook? Two words, Caesars Rewards. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. Hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, and more. It's not just an app, it's an empire. You must be 21 and older and physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other states where prohibited. No one stop before you start. If you have a gambling problem, Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling 
gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117-NEW YORK, call 877-8-HOPE-NEW YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Major League Baseball. Boy, Parley, kid, the Yankees are getting smoked. Smoked against the team that they could never lose to. (laughs) These twins. (laughs) 11 to 1. Can a team rebound from this? I know it's early in the year. What the hell well, is that? Hey, look, I mean, since the first inning, they've almost played them uh, to even baseball. So, did yeah, they really they not get rebounded. an out yeah. for the. They had they put up nine before they got an out. Is that true? They put up nine before the end of the inning, uh, you know. So, yeah. Look, at least one of those games that uh, you just throw away and. The Yankees have been, look, they've four series so far, and uh, they've won each series, two games to one. This is their first four-game series. Mm-hmm. Uh, do not be surprised the Yankees bounce back and uh, win All right. uh, the next three. Yeah. All right. Well, none of it seems to matter because the Tampa Bay Rays won again, and I'm not sure they're going to lose. We keep making the joke. They're 13-0 and now, and they tie the Brewers, uh, the 1987 Brewers and the 1982 Braves. We're also 13-0. Incidentally, the Brewers did not make the playoffs that year. Um, wow. And then... The, and da- by the way, Darren, <clears throat> that Braves team was uh, Joe Torre's team. Let's hear it, yeah. Harry. What's, what's the... Uh, in, let, let's hear the starting eight. Uh, that was, that was your wheel. Catcher. That was the last time Harry rooted for an actual team. Go ahead. Bruce Benedict, catcher. Yeah. First base was um, Chambliss. Second was Glenn Hubbard. Short was Rafael Ramirez. Uh-huh. Um, Bob Horner. Right. Murphy was in right. Claudio Washington and left. Uh, Brett Butler in center. You sure about Chambliss at first? And that maybe not. Um, uh, I don't know. Ryan Harper sometimes. Brad Comics sometimes. Did you Comics say the catcher? A lot. Did you say the catcher? Mm-hmm. Bruce you Benedict. Said, oh, you did say it. Okay. All right. Is he right, Paul? kid? I think he. I think he might be right. He did a pretty good job. Yeah, he did. All right, Chambers. Darren. 
All right. There you go. Best coaching job ever. Bob Watson, I think, played first, too, a little for them. Watson, uh, too, a little. All right. So, uh, yeah, so that's it. So the Braves, yeah, they did make the playoffs. They too. St. Louis Maroons went 20-0 and 0 before losing a game. Yes, it was a team called the St. Louis Maroons in 1884. But um, so, but essentially, in the modern era, only two teams have gone 13-0 and 0 in Major League Baseball. Parley Kid, is it tougher to win the first 13 in baseball, football, or basketball? Um, I thought I had my answer, and then I did research, and um surprised me a little bit. What do you think? Oh boy, it's a tough question. You're saying to start the season, yeah. To Obviously, start the, the start the season, yeah. Okay, because, um, you know, it would seem that it, you know, there's so baseball is tough to ever win 13 in a row because there's just uh, too many variables uh, in those type of games. Uh, I think NBA. Oh, I mean, we've seen teams go on winning streaks in the NBA. Uh, especially maybe years ago, uh, football. I mean, how many teams do we talk about that really start to s- start off thirteen and zero? It's well, few I'll, and tell, far I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell I, you. I would. I would just say. I would say baseball is the hardest to win thirteen in a row. Just be. It's baseball is the game. answer historically. If yeah. you go by yeah. which thirteen yeah. and zero teams, there have been six NFL teams have been thirteen and zero at least. Right? We know the Patriots yeah. went even further, and the you know. Uh, five NBA teams have gone 13 and 0, won at least their first 13 games. And like I said, only two baseball. But, Bri, it's weird to me because yeah. in baseball, you kind of just have to be hot. Not, not kind of. This is a remarkable feat, but it's still over the course of like 15, 16 days, right? NFL to win 13, it's over like four months. You have to have all your players. Right. You can't get injured. It really seems like more could go wrong for an NFL team. And they're three times as likely to do something like this. Yeah, I mean, I think a normal like sports fan would probably just assume, yeah, like winning 13 games of football has got to be the toughest, right, to start a season. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think like probably Kim was saying, there's so many variables. There's so much luck involved in baseball. Yeah. It's almost right. like flipping a coin at some point, right? Uh, yes. To go 13-0, and 0, like in, in, yeah. in football and basketball, a quarterback can carry you. A one specific player can just... You know, or, you know, your team is just so much better than everybody else, like a Warriors team coming out a few years ago. Right. I mean, that could easily happen. So, yeah, baseball is just it doesn't matter. You could have the best team. You could, you know, the best team loses series or a game to the worst team in baseball. Like that's, you know, baseball doesn't happen. The the biggest odds you'll find is minus. 400. Right. Right. You'll get a minus eleven hundred. The Chiefs are playing, you know, whatever the. Uh, Saints, whatever it is, and uh, and basketball, you got some lopsided results in there too. So yeah, I guess that that's it. I guess baseball's the toughest. Good. The worst teams yeah. in baseball. It, it makes sense. It makes yeah. sense, Sal, because you know you just as like Brian said, and I was saying before, you you know, eventually in baseball, you might have a game where you you, you just hit the ball right at people the whole game. Yeah, it just right. happen. You know, it's going to happen. It's it's so hard. Well, Darren, 13, Darren, no, even- I, even even the worst teams in baseball win every third day, a third right. game. And even yeah, if right. a great pitcher's going and the team stinks, he could still shut you down. So what the Rays right. have done is historic. It, it's amazing what they've done. 13 and 0, but 12 and 1, they've covered the run line. 12 <laughs> out of 13, they covered the run nuts. line. Put this for a stat. They have 30 in, thir- in 13 games. They have 32 home runs. Hitting the hell 32 out of home runs. They've yeah. given up a total of 30 runs. Mm-hmm. Not home runs, 
30 runs they've given Nuts. up. They've hit 32 homers. Nuts. Right. And so you, you could give us that Dodgers stat, too, uh, that you sent out that we've been telling, saying for years I about that minus remember. one and a half, right? Yeah, well, don't start this year with them, but yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's done well uh, in the past. What was it? 180? I, I don't know. Would I just send it to you guys? I forget what it was, but it was something like when the Dodgers win. Right. It feels like like 90% of the time they're winning by like a run and a half, right? They're covering the run line. Yeah. I, I, that might be too high, what I just said, but it's it's the numbers seem like that jumped out. I mean, we've been talking about that mm-hmm. for a couple of years now. Like we, we just should have been betting them minus one and a half every game for right. two years. Yeah. All right. So baseball, it is. To, it surprised me. It really did. Only because I thought, well, if you got a, just a monster team for two and a half weeks, it just runs over people. Um, that that's easier than a, a four month season. But Harry, I don't necessarily agree that there's more bad teams. And when you say the worst teams win one out of three. I guess they do. The worst teams in football win one out of five. All right. So I guess I'm trying to figure out percentage. What's the worst percentage in oh. football versus baseball? Like the, the uh, like what were the Panthers this year? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I thought I had that set in my head. Anyway, I got to look to a hockey here. But injuries happen in football during the season. The teams just crumble at the end of the season when baseball still. Well, that's why I thought it's harder for them. that day. Pitchers on that day. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. Uh, let's go to hockey here. Congratulations to the Islander fans here. They made the playoffs. The Penguins were knocked out. There are no first-round <laughs> odds up, right, yet? Because we don't know. There, there is, uh, Sal, I saw Tampa. Uh, no, Tampa Toronto and Toronto. Yeah, the Tampa. yeah, yeah. But yeah. the Islanders, don't because we don't know their opponent yet, right? No, you don't know. Look, it's starting to, starting around into form here. Looks, um, looks like it's going to be the Carolina is up 4-2 to two on the Panthers. Carolina wins in regulation. It's Islanders, Carolina, which is what I want. I think Definitely that's more excited for, for that than the uh, than the Bruins, right? Um, well, so, some some Islander fans want the Bruins. They think uh-huh. there'll be a ton of pressure on the Bruins. Uh, yeah. Carolina, to me, just hasn't played well over the last three three weeks or so. And uh-huh. uh, I know this would be a big win for them, but boy, I would I'd like to play Carolina. The, the Penguins uh, are late winning at least. Yeah, uh, you know, so I'm looking at that, and I went through my uh, – yeah, the Penguins took the lead on Columbus. So it was 1-1, and, you know, I have a bunch of uh, outstanding uh, futures, individual futures. I have Kreider under 38.5 goals. I'm good. He had 36. Coming into tonight, I had Panarin under 93.5. He had 91. I'm not going to bore you with these. I have, like, 20 of these. I was 13-10. and 10. I was going to be 14-10. and 10. If uh, Gunsel stayed under 35 and a half goals, he had five games in a row where he hadn't scored a goal before that. He had four games where he did. He's stuck at 35. It was one, one going to the second period. It's now two, one. And I check and guess who scored the motherfucking yeah. goal. Whoa. Oh, Sal, I'm I, kidding. I, I, well, I, I, I mean, know. that's $600. I can curse Harry for <laughs> God's <laughs> sakes. Mikey, me want to pick that you. up, but for God's sakes. Are you kidding me? And of so, course, so all crazy. I'm saying is it was plus 118 to score a goal. Well, you were just 118 saying, too, right, or plus right, 128. Right before yeah. we started, right? It was yeah, that yeah. he hadn't scored in how many games, right? And yeah. so, like, oh my God. Yeah, he scores power play goal. He shouldn't even I be know. in the game. I know. Wow. Not in the game. I think he's logged the most minutes at anybody in this game. I think he's got like 17 minutes played. So these guys know. Do you think he knows? You think he knows his over under was 35 and a half? He has to, right? He must have known like at the beginning of the year. Maybe he forgot, but at the beginning of the year, he definitely would have had an idea, Sal. Definitely. 
All right. I'm going to do some more swearing uh, during this break. We'll be right back. Sharp Tank, every Friday, these guys pick a game, something going on over the weekend, an event, and uh, I get to choose, much like Mark Cuban. You know, the ABC version of Mark Cuban, the polished one, the one that's not actually tanking from Sharp Tank. I'm going to pick one. Uh, Brother Bry, start us off. You have UFC. Yeah, I had UFC last week. It hit a plus 150. Um, Holloway, Arnold Allen. So Max Holloway versus Arnold Allen. I'm, I'm taking the fight to go the distance at minus 115. Normally, I would take Holloway by decision here, too, at plus 150. Uh, but at some point, I mean, I know he's only 31. He's one of my favorite fighters to watch. But at some point, he'll, he's going to tail off against somebody that's not Volkanovski. Everybody else he's fought, he's he's been tremendous in the in the ring. Although he was his last fight, he just got beat up. Over five mm. rounds to Volkanovski. So I think this is going to be a really good competitive fight. Uh, Max is going to bring his A game. And the one thing with Max, he always brings his chin. He's gone. the. This is pretty nuts, though. He's gone the distance in, yeah. seven, in seven straight five rounders. I mean, that's pretty mm. great. In seven straight five rounders. He's gone wow. the distance. I think this is another decision because um, even Allen, his last fight, he won because Cater, you know, hurt his knee. Um, he's a really, he's a very good fighter, Alan, but I, I do think, I think this is going five rounds. I would say, yeah, I would say Holloway wins. I, I think it's close. I think it's like three, three, two ish, three, two. -ish. I wish you could bet to not get knocked out. Right. Like, hold on. Like Ooh. if you got, Oh, you're going to add that to the basketball. Oh, uh, maybe. Gonna, <laughs> I don't see it. I don't see it. So plus five twenty five for Arnold Allen to win by KO or TKO or disqualification. Well, that'll be it. The disqualification would get me. So it'd probably be like minus a thousand the other way. Uh, all right, Harry, what you got? Yeah, I hit my XFL sharp tank last week too. So that was nice. Mm. Um, let's go Sacktown. I'm going to go DeMontis Sabonis over 13 and a half rebounds against Golden State for the Kings at minus 106. Mm. All-star this year. I looked at plus 287, triple-double. Very interesting. But I'm going to go over 13 and a half boards in three games against Golden State this year. Dominated the middle. 50 rebounds in three games against the Warriors. Mm -hmm. Need 14 on Saturday. Let's go. All right. Let's go. You heard Harry. He doesn't ask more than twice. Uh, all right. Parley Kid, you also, well, you're going Kings also, kind of. Yeah, this is a tough sharp tank wink. I think um, there's nothing really that jumped out to me that, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the UFC fights are very average. Uh, I, I do like the Holloway Arnold fight. That, that should be pretty good. Um, so I'm sticking with the Kings. I think the Kings crowd is going to be uh, carry them to a, a, a game one victory. I'm ba basically getting even odds. Kings minus 105 to win this game. I think with the Warriors having some guys back that just haven't played in a while. Uh, just the chemistry could be off a little bit for a team that thrives on chemistry. Let's go with the Kings in game one. It's going to be a great, fun series. Let's go, but Big that, D. That, that, crowd, on, Big D. that crowd carries them. Yeah, look, Harry, I, I know you're on the Kings. Uh, it's going to be an interesting series. I mean, for – the Kings only had four more wins than the Warriors this year. It's 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 not like uh, yeah. Yeah. the Warriors just kind of been going 
going through the motions for most of the year. The, so that's what I'm uh, worried about. The Warriors work this load management thing perfectly, better but, than anybody. That's the only thing I'm worried about. It's possible. Yeah. But yeah. I do think for the Kings, this game one yeah. is a must win. If they yeah. want to win this series, yep. it's a must win. They can't lose this game. They yep. have to win. All right. Um, all right, you guys play with your kings over there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, Bry. <laughs> Bry, I'm going with you and the UFC. Right. I don't know. All I right. just don't trust that that series. I know. I, I want to have an opinion on it. I can't. I just, uh, they, they've been there just too many times, and the kings might be better. But anyway, all right, Holloway, Allen, fight to go distance minus one fifteen. That's what I'm buying on nice. Sharp Tank. What else we got? I gave uh, Mikey Meatballs and Eddie Spaghetti. $50 each for supporting me. My penguins to not make the playoffs. I collected three to one odds on that. They supported me during my entire journey. So they each had, uh, you know who Mikey meatballs bet on to win the cup. He says he, he prefaced it by saying Edmonton. He, has, he, he says he has the Islanders all over the place. So he's covered there. Edmonton is correct. Eight mm-hmm. to one odds. And Eddie took Dallas 18 to one. I haven't heard him talk about Dallas the whole year. So nice uh, Dallas. Dallas interesting. Uh, Harry, Monday, you will be running the Boston Marathon. Not really, <laughs> Kinda. Though, right? Kind of. Tell everyone what you're going to be doing. Well, I will be. I don't know if I'm going to be running, but I will be on a treadmill for mm-hmm. the entire, uh, hopefully, the entire podcast while I uh, do the podcast and eat all delicacies, delicacies that have to deal with uh, the Boston uh, area. So it should be a lot of fun and uh you are you, wait, very are, you wa- are you sitting on a treadmill while this is happening? <laughs> are you walking on a treadmill? It's got to run. Run. I'm not running. He can't <laughs> walk. It won't, it won't last. It won't last, right? So he'll walk. I guess what speed and what incline and Harry, stuff is the, up the, to him. The That's not the problem. Marathon has several uh, inclines, so make sure you put your uh, the treadmill right. on an incline, okay? You got to put the gonna speed be, at – the speed's got to be set to four. He's going to be four, yeah. four. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, incline at seven. How's that? Oh, oh wow. Right. Oh, yeah. For three hours? You might no, never do it. No, for the no. podcast. It's just just the for podcast. the pod. Oh, that's not, well, not, that's not 4. 4. 4. We, we may have to We may have to start off at like 3.2. That's fair. Start off. You're right. You, you can't. You're right. That's a good well, start off. So we increase it by something every something, right? Every few minutes. Well, here's the thing. He's also, the fun part is he's going to be eating. Boston cream pie, New England clam oh chowder, <laughs> Boston, Boston market. And what's the other thing? Boston baked beans, right? Yeah. Baked beans, You're going to yeah. rotate through those four. So uh, throughout you, uh, the hour. Uh, yeah. Extra points have some insurance policies. Defib- um, no, <laughs> no, no, not even de- close. De- defibrillator you definitely need for sure. Right. Yeah. Eat a Boston we could, defibrillator we could throughout too. the pod. We could ask, what's that? We could ask, uh, Joel could hit me with trivia questions. If I get it wrong, we got to increase the speed. <laughs> okay, that's good too. Listen, this is you that's can bury, great. bury yourself. Whatever. Now he's doing this in solidarity <laughs> right. with uh, with Megan Conley, who is actually running the Boston Marathon for like the 309th time or something. So, but I think she will be done by the time we go we go and record. I think right because that's a makes 10, sense. 10 a.m. Eastern, I think. Yeah, we're, she's, she'll be done. That's she that's a good, that has potential to be a, a, a crazy. Sports day in yeah. Boston too. Yeah, o- um, Otani's like Otani's the, pitching at Fenway oh, at, right? at, at eleven a.m. Oh. at eleven a.m. Oh, that's too. A f- oh, Harry, maybe you're gonna have to eat sushi too. I mean, we're gonna have to have some teriyaki chicken. Yeah. Add to you teriyaki Boston market chicken. That's the way to do it. Babyface, what do you think about this? this is it getting too complicated? 
I can't wait. I, I just feel bad. Whoever has to wipe down this treadmill at the end of it is going <laughs> to probably be me, but this is, I, I, I love it. This is another hairy athletic feat that he's yeah. going, he's going to crush and uh, I'm ready. I know. I, I clamp shatter is kind of a New England thing. Um, yeah. What do you did mean? You mentioned that. Can we get him to be easy? Yeah, clam chowder. You did say clam chowder. Yeah, New clam chowder. Parley kid might have. I got two cans of that, Dave. I think Parley kid missed that the other day, just at the end. Yep. Okay. I did. Yeah. Those are the big four. Yeah. It's more getting the treadmill, I feel like, up and running, not airy, but actually, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of buttons involved and arrows. I, I feel like that could be the problem. Right. Oh, there you go. Oh, wow. been so a treadmill in quite some time. And this isn't, uh, this isn't even, this isn't a cap of consequences. Like I said, this is out of solidarity. We're wishing Megan Conley well. I actually was handed a cap of consequence. It was me and Martin Weiss. We ran our mouths about how the Lakers aren't making the playoffs. Uh, Mark Gunnels. And Dave Damashek said they are making the playoffs. He said, you know, put your money where the cap is. And now Martin and I have to dress as the white men can't jump. Um, we have to dress <laughs> as Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes and go to Venice and try to get in a pickup game. Oh, that's so, awesome. that, that is that, great. That's awesome. That is fantastic. That's yeah, awesome. I don't know. I'm I don't not think, sure. I don't know. I mean, talk about that. That could lead to forget about the embarrassment of the costumes, which are pretty funny now when when you look back at what I'm gonna have to wear. But I really could just die if I if I ever get in a game. Which that could what take hours you? too. I, I'm not worried about you. I'm worried if Martin shoots the ball and like what happens in oh, Vegas, he shoots it into the ocean, it's, and then we got good. Nine at least other we, guys we, chasing we can it's go a, home after that. Yeah, it's got <laughs> it's it's half court though, right? I mean, that white man can't jump was half court too. too. I mean, you're, was it? Yeah, 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 I don't even know what we're walking into. I guess so. I guess you so. just, you just have to you have to dunk to, whatever the shot whatever the shots it. for Martin is. I want the over. Yeah, we got a lot going on. All right. So that's it. Lots to take care of. Um, so we'll just give you our picks again for the uh, for final Suns over Sixers. Harry says Parley Kid says Celtics over Denver. Brother Bryce says Celtics over Grizzlies. And I say Bucks over Grizzlies. Take those to the bank. One of them's got to hit. Got to hit. And uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. For Mikey Meatballs, for Babyface Joel Salmon and the Degenerate Trifecta, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicap. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na,